Okay, today's daf is Rosh Hashanah, daf Lamed Hey, the last daf of Masechus Rosh Hashanah. We are way back on daf Lamed Dalit Amar Aleph at the bottom of the page. We'll try Bez Hashem to finish the Masechus today. So we are holding daf Lamed Dalit Amar Aleph, last line on the page. Takar Brishon of Nimshach Bishniya Kishtayim. So the Mishnah had said that if you blow the first tekiah normally, and then the second tekiah, you blow as long as two tekiahs, a person is uh, yotze as if it were one tekiah, not as if it were two tekiahs. In today's daf, we're going to talk about what if you divide up the tekiahs throughout the course of the day. If you have uh, separation, a hefzik zman in the middle of the tekiahs. We're also going to talk about the choice, if a person is faced with a choice, where he could either go to a place where he could be yotze the mitzvah of shofar, or go to a place where he could be yotze the brachos of Shmon Esrei, which choice he's supposed to make, and we're also going to explain the Machlokas, whether everyone davins, or it's just the Shliach Tzibur that davins, and go into some details of who a Shliach Tzibur can be motzi in his tefillah, and what the point is for a Shliach Tzibur to daven on his own, if he's just going to have to daven again anyway, to be the Shliach Tzibur, to say the Chazar Sashat, and at the very end of the Masechta, we're going to talk about the concept of arranging the tefillah in advance, of becoming fluent with the tefillah, in advance of leading the tefillahs, or in advance of, uh, of davening, and uh, who exactly the Shliach Tzibur can and cannot be motzi in terms of people who are present and people who are not present in the room, and that will be the uh, the very last discussion in the Masechta. So again, let's pick up from the very bottom, Lamedal, Ramad Aleph, Amr Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Yochanan says, we see from our Mishnah, uh, now we see from our Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan comments, Shama Tesha Tekios B'Tesha Shos B'Yom Yatzav. A person hears nine different Tekios and nine different hours in the day. So we went through yesterday the sources for the Chiyuv of Tekios Shofar and how we blow nine separate Tekios, three for each, Malchios, Echronos, and Shofros. And that is a requirement Midar Raisa. If one does that requirement Midar Raisa at nine different hours of the day, he divides it up so much it's nine different hours of the day, he's still Yotze. Tanya Namiyachi. Bryce says just like that. Shama Tesha Tkios Petishos Bayom, Yatza. Nine Tkios in nine different hours of the day, you Yotze. Mites Beneodom Keechad, Lo Yatza. But if you're from nine people at once, if you have nine people, each of them have a shofar, and they each blow uh, Tkios, six of them are blowing Tkios, three of them are blowing Truos, all at the same time, then you are not Yotze. Rashi changes the gears over here. Rashi says, no, the gears has to be Yatza, because we had a Gemara and that it was impossible for Klal Yisrael to hear both from HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the same time because it was from the same place it was from the same source but if you have Mishnei Anashim if you have two Kolos that are coming from two different sources the Gemara said you can hear them so why wouldn't you be Yotze if you're, not, if you're nine Kolos the, apparently the idea that there's a difference between two Kolos and nine Kolos is, is, is not an issue none of the Rishonim raised that as a possibility if you can hear two you can hear 10. If you, it doesn't, uh, that doesn't matter. So apparently, Rashi says the Girs is incorrect. It should be Yotza, that one is Yotze. Now obviously, other Rishonim have our Girs, that low Yotza, that you're not Yotze. So what do they do with the fact that the Gemara said earlier that if you're Shtei Kolos from Shtei B'nei Adam, you can be Yotze. So three basic approaches in Rishonim. You have Tosos writes over here that the reason that, uh, that, that, that you're not Yotze over here is not because you can't hear it, but because we also learned yesterday there's a separate in Daraisa, that you need a pshuta lefaneha and a pshuta lachreha. That one of the dinim of tkiya shofar is that each trua needs to be preceded by a tkiya, and then it needs to be followed up with a tkiya. And you don't have that if they're all happening at the same time. Rashi would probably say it's not a din that you dafka need a pshuta lefaneha and pshuta lachreha. It's a din that you dafka can't have 
two pshutos l'achareha, or two pshutos l'faneha, meaning that you can't have the true coming before both pshutos, or the true coming after both pshutos, but if uh, you have it all at the same time, Rashi would say it's okay. But that's how Tosos understands lo yatsa. The Rashba says that no, that it's only in the sugi over there that we were talking about kol shofar and kol chatzotros, where we say that they're both blowing at the same time, um, where they're both blowing tkios, they're both blowing truos, so we say you're able to hear both of them, because they're from two different people. But when one is Tokea and one is Maria, then there's no way you're going to hear two different sounds simultaneously. Two of the same sounds simultaneously, so that's fine. If both of the, to the Shofar and the Chatzotzos are two different people, but they're both blowing uh, Tkios, or they're both blowing Teruos, so then you'll hear it, but you're not going to hear two different sounds. That's how the Rashba understands Lo Yatsa. And then the Me'iri says, in the, he quotes from Yesh Metartzim, he himself agrees with Tosos, but he, he quotes from, the Yesh, from Yesh Metartzim that Daf uh, over there, you need to you need to hear only one of the kolos, meaning you need to hear only the kol shofar. So we assume the kol chatzotzros is not going to get in the way because the shofar is chaviv. So yav daite, a person will be able to focus on the sound that he wants to hear. But in Argumar, you need to hear all nine sounds. You can't choose one to zone in on and only hear that one. You have to hear all of the, all nine different sounds. So it turns out, according to Rashi and Tosvos and the Rashba, if let's say you have three people blowing simultaneously. Tkia, true, tkia, and they time it that they're all blowing tkia at the same time, they're all blowing true at the same time, they're all blowing tkia at the same time, they're all going to be yotze because you have tkia salasay there, so you've satisfied Tosas' concern, and it's possible to hear tre echad in that situation. You're able to hear two of the same sounds at the same time, according to the Rashba, and certainly according to Rashi, you're yotze because according to Rashi, even if they're not blowing uh, the, the same things at the same time, you're yotze. But according to the Yesh Metatsim and the Me'iri, you would not be yotze because you have to be able to zone in on a single sound that you want to hear. If you need, if all of the sounds are important to you, you won't be able to hear any of them. So those are the th- the four basic approaches in Rishonim. We have Rashi that changes the girsa, and then three approaches in Rishonim that, that keep the girsa the way we have it. The problem is the Rambam. The Rambam, the third parakavilchas of Allah Chavav, writes that a person who hears teisha tkios mitesha adam, he's not even yotze tkia achas. He's not even yotze a single sound. Now the Chavra, that's again everybody. Uh, even according to the Rishonim that you can't hear multiple sounds at the same time, because you can't hear them all, but if you want to hear one of the tekios, you could definitely be Yotzei. That we had, that the Shofar and Chatzot was that together, you Yotzei the Chiyav Shofar. So why aren't you even Yotzei Tekiyah Achas? Why do we assume you can't even hear one sound? So the Mishnah explains that, no, when it comes to Shofar and Chatzot that have slightly different sounds, they have slightly different tones, so if you want to zone in and hear the sound of the Shofar, you'll hear that and you'll be able to block out the sound of the chatzotzos. But over here we're talking about blowing multiple shofros at the same time. It's all the same tone. It all basically sounds the same. That a person will not be capable of zoning in and hearing one sound and not the other. That's how uh, the Lacham Mishnah explains the Shita Sarambam. Vaiter in the Gemara now. Tzkiah Mizeh or Yatzav. A person hears a Tzkiah from one person and a Tzkiah from another person is Yotzev Vafilu Biserugin. Even if there's a Hefzik in between the Tzkiahs. Vafilu Kalayom and even if that hefsik is all day long, you have uh, like nine hours in the day. So, does Rabbi Yochanan really say this? That if you hear tekios at nine different hours in the day, you're yotze, that we ignore hefsik, that there's no such thing as a hefsik's man being an issue? But by Halal Megillah, Rabbi Yochanan says that if you, there's a hefsik that's long enough to at least have finished the Halal during that hefsik, or long enough to have finished the Megillah. 
during the half stick in the middle of the Megillah, then you have to go back and do the whole thing again because it ruins it. So how could Rabbi Yochanan say by Tekiah, it could be as long as you want, it's not going to be half sick. It could be hours and hours and it's not going to be half sick. Yet by Halal Megillah, it's a matter of minutes, maybe seconds, and it's going to be half sick. So says Marlo Kasha, Hadidei Hadarabe. There's a difference between what Rabbi Yochanan says on his own, where he's not concerned about a half sick, and that which he says in the name of Rabbi Shim ben Yotzadak, who was concerned about a half sick. Vidide Lo, is Rabbi Yochanan himself really not concerned about a half sick? But the story went once where Rabbi Avo was following along as Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan, Vavakari Kriyashma, and as Rabbi Avo was walking, Rabbi Avo was saying Shema when they got to an area that was dirty and smelly, so Rabbi Avo paused and he stopped saying Shema, because you're not allowed to say Shema in a smelly area. Basad the Chalif, once they got past that area, so now he had a Shaila. Amrle, Maligmar, so he asked Rabbi Yochanan, can I finish the Shema? Am I, allowed to, am I allowed to pick up where I left off and just finish the Shema? Rabbi Yochanan said back to him, well, if you paused for long enough to have finished during that pause, then you have to go back to the beginning. And this is Rabbi Yochanan himself teaching his own Talmidim. So this isn't just Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Shem ben Yotzadik. So apparently Rabbi Yochanan himself holds that a hefzik is an issue, at least by Shema. So why isn't a hefzik an issue when it comes to Megillah? And Sigmar Hachi Kamarlei. What Rabbi Yochanan was telling Rabbi Avo was as follows, Lididi lo svirli. I personally don't think hefsik is an issue. I'm not bothered by a hefsik. You who are bothered by a hefsik, well, for you, if you pause long enough to finish the whole thing, then that should be the rule you follow. Meaning, you obviously don't follow my opinion. You follow the opinion of my rebbeim. So if you want to know what the opinion of my rebbeim in this case would be, you should be if you pause long enough to be able to finish the entire thing. The rush raises a couple of questions in the name of the Sar Mikutsi. He says, first of all, well, that's a very strange kind of conversation for a Talmud and a Rebbe to have. That a Talmud is going to ask a Rebbe a Shaila, and the Rebbe is going to say, look, I hold differently. But what you hold, according to what you hold, you should... what do you mean? It's a Talmud asking a Rebbe. The Rebbe should tell him, this is what I hold, and you should do what I hold, because I'm your Rebbe. Meaning, that's, uh, that's the year you're asking me a Shaila, I should tell you what I hold, not what you hold. That's, the, uh, that's, that's number one. Second of all, he says, how did Rabbi Yochanan know that Rabbi Avo that, that the sheet of Rabbi Avo was that if you're shocked they look at school of Chazal Rosh, he asked him Shaila, meaning Rabbi Avo was asking exactly that question. I was mafsik. Is that an issue? How did Rabbi Yochanan know that Rabbi Avo necessarily does hold that it's an issue? I hold it's not an issue, but you who hold it is an issue. Who told him that Rabbi Avo holds it's an issue? So says the Sarmi Kutsi that Zebar, one thing is clear, that there's a chilik, whether you're mafsik machmas ones, or something that's got in the way, or stam your mafsik without any reason whatsoever. If a person is mafsik himself without any reason whatsoever, so then for sure, if shakate ligmar skula, you don't have to be chazal rosh. Then for sure, the hefsik is not a significant hefsik because during the time that you were mafsik, you could have been saying shema. But if a person who is is, is mafsik because of an ones meraglaim shosin al birkov, something like that, some some smell, something that's that's really in the way, so then for sure. Uh, uh, if, then, if Shagatei Ligumar Skula, 
then Then for sure you'd have to go back because that's a significant hefsik. So that's what Rabbi Yochanan is saying to him. He says, Lididi, where I, I, you, know, you didn't have to be mafsik at all when you get to Mavua him. So therefore, even if you're mafsik, you don't have to be Chazal Rosh. But according to you, that you obviously hold that you had to be mafsik because you held that at Mavua him, you're not allowed to say anything, not allowed to say Shema. So, uh, so then according to you, you should be Chazal Rosh because that hefsik was not stam a hefsik that you decided to do. My machlok my rabbeim is about a hefsik that a person just decides to take. But in your case, where you where where uh, you get to mavuos hamatunafos, and therefore you clearly held that during that time you weren't allowed to say shema. So if if that's the case, then even I would agree that that would be a significant hefsik, and you'd have to be chazal Rosh. Meaning, but Lidi Dach was saying, according to his opinion, that mavuos hamatunafos is a problem, and that was the real machlokas apparently between Rabbi so it comes out according to the Sarmi Kutsi, if a person hears Teisha Tkios, Teisha Shos Biyom, he's Yotze, that's only when he wasn't Anus in between from hearing the Tkios. But if there was some Anus that happened in between from hearing the Tkios, then he would not be Yotze. And that's what Magen Avram writes based on the Ramah, Magen Avram Tavkov Peiches, based on the Ramah in Hilchosh Kriyashma, that in Kriyashma, if a person was Anus and he paused long enough to be Gomer Kula, he's Chozal Rosh. So the Bir raises the question that according to what the Magen Avram writes, that a person should not be uh, a, a, a person should not be machmer ba'ones unless the ones is machmas gufa adam that he wasn't able to do it because he wasn't naki or something like that or he was in a makam that wasn't naki. So he says the, the whole thing is only shayich by tefillah by hal by megillah, but by shofar, why would not being in a naki place matter at all? As the bir alacha, meaning shofar is not saying devarim shabktusha. Shofar is just doing a mitzvah. Is there such a thing that one is not allowed? to do a mitzvah in Mekamasamatunafim that out of covet of a mitzvah in a dirty place you're not allowed to do a maisa mitzvah. So uh, so the Matafraim says Birlacha says that a person should not be to pay a shofar in a makam that's not naki a kevaldikhidish that even stama maisa mitzvah it's not just saying holy words that you can't do in Mavosamatunafim that even a maisa mitzvah can't be done. So the Birlach explains that since we pass in he says maybe the svara is because we pass in mitzvah kavana and kavana is that you have to have in mind that Hashem commands you to do this mitzvah, so maybe that kavana counts as divrei Torah, and it's like being maharer b'divrei Torah, when you do a mitzvah big kavana in mevuah samatunafim and you're not allowed to be maharer b'divrei Torah in mevuah samatunafim, a phenomenal chiddush that the Bira Lacha, that the Bira Lacha has in Simen Tavkov Peiches says in Maravaitina, Tana Rabbanu Tkiyo Zed Ma'ak Vazuazu Brachos Zed Ma'ak Vazuazu the way Rashi understands this is that on Tainios, when you blow shofar and on Tainios, when you say the extra brachos in Shmona Esrei, the fact that you don't say the brachos is not going to ruin the tzikios, and the fact that you don't do the tzikios is not going to ruin the brachos. That's how Rashi understands. Tulsa and the Rashi understand that it means, no, the tzikios are not going to be ma'akev other tzikios. The brachos are not going to be ma'akev the other brachos, that you could blow some of the tzikios of tainus without the other. Some of the, you could say some of the brachos of the tainus without the other. But anyway, Rashi understands that it's about the tzikios being ma'akev the brachos, and the brachos being ma'akev the tzikios. But tkiyos of brachos of Roshan and Yom Kippurim ma'akvos. The tkiyos and the brachos of Roshan and Yom Kippurim are ma'akiv each other. My time, Amar Abba, Sarab explains the reason the tkiyos are so connected to the brachos and Roshan is because Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu 
do tshuva for 19 brachos levatala that he uh, that he didn't say. So the Chaznish held no. He said not only that that can count toward 19 brachos toward the mayor brachos shabachol yom that you have to say those 19 brachos. But you have to repeat Shmon Esrei. No, says Chaznish. You were Yotze, uh, you weren't Yotze Shmon Esrei, but each bracha was meaningful. Each bracha was something. It's just that it wasn't Shmon Esrei without the Haskaras Mein Amora. Okay, Mishabir Chachach Nesmanu Lashov V'Tokea Moriah V'Tokea. If a person already said said the Shmon Esrei and then he uh, gained access to a shofar, so he's Tokea Moriah V'Tokea, he should blow shofar at that point. So time of the law of the shofar Me'ekara sounds like it's only because he didn't have a shofar originally. Havale Shofar Me'ekara Kishamlu Asi the Bracha Shamlu. But if you had a Shofar at first, then you should have blown the shofar. I'll say there are brachos. Rav Papa Bar Shmuel, come to Rav Papa Bar Shmuel got up to Davin. So he said to the Shamish, when I signal to you in the middle of my tefillah, that's when you should be tokea. Meaning, he wanted the tekios. I'll say there are brachos. Can't talk in the middle of davening. So he said, I'm going to signal you when I'm up to Malchios and you'll blow for me. I'll signal you when I'm up to Zichronos, etc. And you'll blow it each time. Rasha says from here is a raya that they didn't daven out loud, even on Rosh Hashanah. It's a discussion in the postcom whether you're supposed to daven out loud on Rosh Hashanah. From here you see that they didn't, that Shulchan Aruch in, in, in Simon in some Tavkov Pei Beis quotes that there are many that are knowing to daven out loud in Rosh Hashanah. He says, from here you see that they didn't do it, because if they davened out loud, he wouldn't have to signal to him. He would know what he was up to, and he would blow the shofar. So anyway, Rava says, no, you only have to do it, I'll say to the tekios, when you're in the tzibur, but a yachid says all of Shemana Esrei, and then does all the tekios at one shot. When you don't have a chavrier, when you don't have a tzibur, so you should do the, the the blasts in order, but they don't have to be associated with the brachos. It doesn't have to be al seder our brachos. So you blow the nine blasts in a row after Shmon Esrei. If a yachid was not tokea, so his friend should be tokea for him to be motzim. But if a guy wasn't a mevarech, his friend cannot be motzim in the shmonesrei. And there's a greater mitzvah to do a tekiah than there is to do the shmonesrei. What does it mean a greater mitzvah? When, is it, when does that ever come into play? So Let's say you have two cities where you can go to for Rosh Hashanah. One of them has a shofar, they're going to blow the shofar, but they're not going to say Shmon Esrei. No one knows the Shmon Esrei. The other one, they know the Shmon Esrei. They know the Musaf, but no one has a shofar. You go to the place where they have a shofar. So Of course you go to the place that has a shofar. Shofar is the Raisa. The Brachos are only the What's the Hava Amina? Says, Even if the place where they have a shofar might have a shofar, but uh, they definitely won't say Shmon Esrei. And the place that's going to say Shmon Esrei will definitely say Shmon Esrei. Still, you go to the place that uh, that has a shofar. You go to the place that the Makam Shatokin. Chayadim writes in, in Klal Kufla Mates that if a person has a place that he could hear Tzikios, even though there's no minion and he's going to have to daven Yechidus, and you go to another place where there's a minion but there's no shofar, so better to go to the place with the Tzikios, even though he's going to have to be Mesfal Yechidus, and uh, better it's even better not to daven at all to hear the Tzikios in, in order to be able to hear the Tzikios because the Tzikios 
of Yom Rishon is a mitzvah daraisa, and then he writes, and what about the second day of Rosh Hashanah, where it's not a daraisa anymore? It says also on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, it's at least a suffolk daraisa. Meaning the second day of Rosh Hashanah was mitam suffolk. And Mata Ephraim says, no, and, and our Gemara said suffolk daraisa, you'd go even to the place of suffolk. Mata Ephraim says, no, the, 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 the reason is that even on Yom Sheni, the tekios are derabanan, but you would still go to the place of tekios because wherever they're doing the brachos, it's a trade rabbanan. Meaning, wherever they're doing the brachos, it's a, it's a drabanan for two reasons. First of all, it's Yom Tov Sheni, so everything's drabanan, plus the brachos themselves are only drabanan. So it's not that it's a real Savik Darai, so we know which day is really Rosh Hashanah. But still, you go to the place of the Tekios because it's only Chad Rabbanan versus the place of the brachos where it's a trade rabbanan. Bir Allah over there says in the name of the Shus Yaakov that if you have a place where you could hear the brachos of both days, and in the other place you could hear the Tekios only of day two, then you go to the Makam Shemavarchim, right? Because in the, the brachos of day one is a Chad Rabbanan, it's one Rabbanan, Tekios of day two is a trade Rabbanan. So if you can get the mitzvah of brachos on day one, which is equal to the mitzvah of Shofar on day two, plus you can get the brachos of day two, so then go to the place that has the brachos, for, for sure. But the Prima is not, not sure if on the second day you have a place where they're Vadai Mivarchim and, uh, and a second place where they're Suffolk token. So what would you do in that case? Meaning it's only the Rabbanan on the second day anyway, the Tekiah. So you have that choice. So you see, he's not sure what to do in, in that situation. Okay, these are uh, different situations that come up. This Gemara plays into, plays very heavily into the discussion about Savik Daraisa Lechumra being a Din Daraisa versus, versus being a Din Darabanan. Meaning we know in Savik Daraisa Lechumra you have to be Machmir on a Din Daraisa. Now why is it that when it, the, a place has a Suffolk Shofar and another place has Vadai Brachos, you still go to the Suffolk Shofar place? Is it because su- the, even the Suffolk Shofar, that itself is a Din Daraisa? Suffolk Daraisa Lechumra is itself a Din Daraisa and therefore you take the place where you have the Din Daraisa, that you have a Chiv Daraisa to go to, rather than the place you only have a Chiv Darabanan to go to? Or do we say, no, that would also be Pshita? Meaning the Gemara wouldn't, uh, w- that wouldn't be a Chiddush either, if Savid Araisa Luchum were a Din Daraisa. It must be that Savid Araisa Luchum is a Din Darabanan. And that's why it's a question, should I go to the place where they have the Brachos and that's one Din Darabanan, or should I follow the other Din Darabanan to go to the place where it's Savid Araisa? Because that's a Darabanan that might at least turn into a Daraisa. So, and that's the Gemara's Maskara. Go to the place where you have a Chiv Darabanan to go to now, and then it might turn into a Daraisa. Okay. Just like Shtiyat Tzibur has to daven, so too a Yachid has to daven as well. And then uh, Rem Gamliel disagreed. So Tanya, Rem Gamliel. So they said the Chum said to Rem Gamliel, Lidvar Recha Lamet Tzibur Mispalulin. If if you all that uh, that the Shtiyat Tzibur could be motzi everybody anyway in davening, so why does the Tzibur bother davening? Amalem Ketel Hashir Shtiyat Tzibur Tfilaso. The Tzibur davens so to give time to the Shtiyat Tzibur to get uh, familiar with the Tfila so that he will then be able to do it properly. That's the whole reason that Tzibur Davins. Amr Lehem Gamliel said to the Rabbanon, According to you that everyone Davins, everyone is mostly themselves in their Davining, well then why do you have a Shliach Tzibur at all? Because everyone Davins if they know how to, but not everybody knows how to Davin, therefore you need a Shliach Tzibur to be mostly those who don't know how to. Amr Lehem Good, so if they could be motzi, the, the shliach tzibur could be motzi in enobaki. Then the shliach tzibur should be able to be motzi a baki as well. 
Actually, before we, we get to that, Magen Avram writes in Kufchav Dalid that from here you see that if a Shatz comes to the base of Knesset and the Tzibur already davened, uh, the Tzfilah, I mean the Shliach Tzibur showed up late and he's the only one, they hired a Chazan for Rosh Hashanah and he shows up late on uh, Rosh Hashanah and the Tzibur already davened the silent Shmon so should the Shliach Tzibur daven his own silent Shmon now and then uh, the, then daven out loud? So Magen Avram says that uh, the Shliach Tzibur could start with Chazar Shatz right away, uh, be, immediately be called Ram, even, uh, even though he didn't daven the silent Shmon because the whole point of the Shliach Tzibur davening a silent Shmon is to be mastered Tfilaso. But if it, uh, Rosh Hashanah is a bad example, the Magen Avram says if it's not Rosh Hashanah, if it's the rest of the year, where you daven that Tfilah every day, so you don't really need to be mastered Tfilaso, everyone's familiar with it, so then he could just go straight into the Chazar Sashat. He doesn't have to be master Tfilaso. There's no Gelamaisa, you have a Shai that comes up sometimes, a Shliach Tzibur on, uh, on, on, on Rosh Chodesh, forgets Yalav Yavo in his silent Shmon So do you have everyone wait there while he says silent Shmon again, and then he does a Chazar Sashat? Or could he just go straight into the Chazar Sashat? So according to Magen Avram, it should be fine that he should go straight into the Chazar Sashat. shouldn't have to do the silent Shmon It may be fine anyway, because it's Tircha de Tzibura, that he should go straight into the Chazar Sashat anyhow. But according to Magen Avram, it's a no-brainer. Amr Rabbi Rabbi Chana, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Modem Chana Rabbi Gamliel, the Chana Modem to Rabbi Gamliel in the end of the day. Rav Amr Adayini Machlokas. Rav says, no, they're not. It's still a Machlokas that uh, the Chana are not Modem to Rabbi Gamliel, that, uh, that everyone's just Yotze with the Shliach Tzibur. Shamra B'chir B'rei the Rabbi Bar Nachmeni, Azal Amr L'Shmaita Kamed Rabbi Dimi Bar Chinna, Amr Lei Hachi Amr Rav Adayini Machlokas. So he told him that according to Rav, it's still a Machlokas. Amr Lei Rabbi Bar Chana Nami Hachi Kamar. Rabbi Bar Chana said the same thing. So does Rabbi Yochanan really think they no longer argue? Didn't Rabbi Yochanan himself say that we paskin like Rabbi Gamliel? If you need to paskin like Rabbi Gamliel, it must be because you hold that they still argue, that the Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Gamliel. So for the second time in this daf, we have where uh, Stira and Rabbi Yochanan, right? How could Rabbi Yochanan himself say that Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel, and, the, and then Rabbi Yochanan say that there is no machlokas to begin with? So says in our Kisalik, Rabbi Abba Miyami, when Rabbi Abba came from the ocean, Pirsha explained it as follows, Modim chacham l'Rabbi Gamliel b'brachos l'Roshan v'shal Yom Kippurim. The chacham are modim to Rabbi Gamliel when it comes to the brachos of Roshan and Yom Kippur. V'alacham l'chal d'pligi b'brachos t'kalashana. The halacha mechal the pligi, the case that they argue is in the brachos of Rosh Hashanah, is is in the brachos of the rest of the year rather, the brachos of Kol Hashanah, not the brachos of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim. So the Rishonim explained that when we, what do you mean the brachos of Yom Kippurim? Uh, the uh, there there are no special brachos of Yom Kippurim than any other than any other yantiv. So the Rishonim explained a, a big group of Rishonim, the Ran, the Ritva, the Rashba, they all explain that Yom, that it means Yom Kippurim of Yovel, where you say the brachos of uh, Rosh Hashanah davening. That's what it means Yom Kippurim. But the Rashba quotes from Gaonim that they say, no, it means even every other Yom Kippur. I, but the whole point is, the Gemara is going to say that there are more brachos to say, and on regular Yom Kippur, there aren't more brachos to say. So the Archa Shulchan explains, yeah, but there is a longer Shmanesra because you have Vidui. So the point is that you have more to say. So whether it's more brachos or just a longer Shmanesra because you have to add in Vidui, so there, there's more to do on the uh, Yom Kippur Shmanesra. So anyway, so, so, so that's the, the answer to the Stira in Rabbi Yom 
Shulchan, according to what the Gemara is saying right now, that uh, that there, the Chachamim are molded to Rabbi Gamliel when it comes to the brachts of Rosh Yom Kippurim, and the the we paskin like Rabbi Gamliel um, when when it comes to the brach when it comes to Shmona Esrei the rest of the year. So frankly, Gemara Eini, is this really so? We have Rabbi Yochanan on, on, on good authority. We have Rabbi Yochanan saying that the Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel when it comes to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim. So that makes it sound like they argue even in the case of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim. No, when we say that someone was molded to somebody, it was Rabbi Meir. That when Rabbi Yochanan says that the Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel, that was the rest of the Chacham that still argued on Rabbi Gamliel. Did Tanya, because we have a Bryce that says it explicitly. Rameyer holds the Shliach Sibur could be Motzi everybody else, their Chiyuv in Davening and Rashon Yom Kippurim. And the Chacham say, no, just like the Shliach Sibur is Chayiv to Daven, so to everybody else it's Chayiv to Daven, and they cannot be Motzi with Shliach Sibur. So you see that there was a break between Rameyer and the Chachamim. So, Maishnahani, why is it that Rashon Yom Kippurim are different? than uh, Shmona Esrei throughout the rest of the year. Why are they Dafka singled out? If you're going to say it's because there are more Pesukim on, in, in Rosh Hashanah Davening, um, you have Malchus and Shofros and all of that to say, Yeah, but that's not really required. All you really need to do to be Yotze is say, So once you say that, you're Yotze anyway. So you don't have to say all the extra Pesukim. Him. So that can't be the, what, the, the determining factor. It must be because there are extra brachos. So since there are nine long brachos, and it's easy to make a mistake, and not everyone is expert in those brachos, so that's why Rosh, that's what sets Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim apart from, from, from each other. Now the Magen Avram writes three additional reasons why we're knowing to, to um, I mean, we said Allah by the brachos of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim, and that's what the post can write. Uh, but the, the Torah says that it's better for a person um, um, that that uh, for each individual to daven on their own anyway, because a person who wants to be yotzei the chiv of tefillah the shliach sibur has to be mechavin bechol milah milah together with the shliach sibur. And if he misses even a single word, he's not yotzei. So that's why we daven on our own, because not everyone could could withstand that nisayon of being able to hear everything from the shliach sibur. So the Magen Avram gives three other reasons that our minig is to daven on our own and not to be so mechal the shatz, even though halacha kram gamliel vishal rashon vishal yom kippurim we pass on the kram gamliel. That, uh, that that uh, that that you could be yotze with the with the shliach sibur. So uh, so Ram Gamliel said that only the shliach sibur is going to daven. Everyone else should be yotze. Everyone else can be yotze. So the Magen Avram gives three other reasons why our minig is not like that. First of all, he says according to Rashi and Tosos, Ram Gamliel only pattered the people who are honest and who couldn't daven. But someone who is able to daven, who is able to be master tefilaso and able to uh, to arrange it that he can daven, is not going to be yotze from the shliach sibur. Plus, according to Rishonim, you're only Yotze with the Shliach Sibur, the additional brachos, but the original seven that you know really well, you can't be Yotze with the Shliach Sibur, I meaning the whole reason that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are different is because there are nine brachos instead of seven. Great, so the seven that you normally say should should have the status of uh, the Tefillah of Kalashana Kula. And 30 says,
because since we're stopped, we, we're mafsik with piyutim, then you're not even going to be yotzi with yevet because we add piyutim into the Shemana Esrei. So then for sure you'd have to say it on your own. So we just said that once you say so that's it, you don't have to do anything else. So we originally thought that that was only for davening b'yechidus, but not b'tzibur. Itmar, Amr of Shobel Levi, Echad Yachad Vechad Sibur, Kivin Shamar, Vsrasko Kazvlemar, Shobel Tsarach. But then Rabbi Yoshobel Levi taught us that no, it doesn't matter whether you're davening Biachar or davening with Sibur, that's all you really need to say is Vsrasko Kazvlemar. Amr of Lazalo, Olam Yasirodim Tfilaso, Vachar Kakispalo. A person should always make himself fluent with the Tfila before davening. Make sure he has it, make sure he knows all the words before he gets up davening. Practice before davening. Amr of Yabam, Mistavra Milsid Rab Lazar, Says, oh, that makes a lot of sense when you're dealing with more unique kinds of brachas that you're not used to saying. Things that come up once in a while. But if it's something you say each and every day, so then you don't need to practice it anymore. So, is that really so? Rav Yehuda used to practice all the time. Answers the Gemara, unbelievable. Shiny Rav Yehuda. Is different because he only davened once a month. But most of us who daven three times a day, you know, good Jews who daven three times a day, so we don't need to practice. So what's going on? Rabbi Yehuda davened once a month? Well, what kind of uh, what kind of Jew is Rabbi Yehuda that he would only daven once a month? So the Ramban is mochiach from here that there's no chiv minatorah to be mispalah b'chol yom. Famous machlokes, Ramim Ramban, whether there's a chiv to daven minatorah each and every day. So the Ramban says, obviously not. If there was a chiv to daven each and every day, Rabbi Yehuda was a good Jew. He probably would have uh, would have done it. So that's what the Ramban writes in Sefer Mitzvahs, Mitzvah say hey, Mitzvahs I say hey, that it must be that uh, that there's no chiv to daven each and every day. How do you defend the Shittas of Rambam? So in the Sefer Lev Sameach, he says that, no, Rabbi Yehuda was potter from davening because he was Osik B'Torah. And uh, the, the Ramban Paskins, if someone is Tarasso Umnaso, he doesn't have to pause from his learning to daven because the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah is a greater Mitzvah than Tefillah. In the Megillah Sester on the, on the Sefer Mitzvahs, he says that Rabbi Yehuda, of course, was Mispal something. He said, some sort of tefillah katsar. He said modani in the morning. So he was yotzi is chiv dar of davening each and every day. He just wasn't mispal shmon esrei each and every day. And the sach says that he was kari kriyashman birchasel. And that's also kiyum of the mitzvah of tefillah minatorah. I mean, he did something to be mekayim the mitzvah minatorah of tefillah. And he held that beyond the mitzvah minatorah, there was no requirement for someone who was busy learning to do anything more than that. Vaitan gemara, amra vachabar avira, amra bishum chasida, not only does Rambamil say that the people in shul can just listen to the Shia Tzibur and be Yotzei, even the people that aren't in shul, who aren't even listening, can be Yotzei with the Shia Tzibur. And certainly the people who are right there and listening, for sure, they don't have to daven, they can definitely be Yotzei with the Shia Tzibur. So, frankly, Gemara, what? I would think it's just the opposite, that the people who aren't in shul, who couldn't make it, and therefore can't daven, they can be Yotzei with the Shia Tzibur. But the people who are in shul, let them daven. They're not an honest. Let them daven. Why should they be yotzi with the Shul After all, the Tani Abba Breder Abinyam Barchia, Am Shachari Kohanim, Einim Bechal Bracha. The Allah is of the people in Shul during Birchas Kohanim, those who are standing behind the Kohanim in the Shul are not included in the Bracha. They're not yotze. They're not included in the Birchas Kohanim. You have to stand in front of the Kohanim. You can't stand in the front rows of a Shul uh, like ours should empty out that Birchas Kohanim. They do. It empties out of Birchas Kohanim so they can be in front of the Kohanim, not behind the Kohanim. So yet, 
the uh, the Birch's Kratim covers the Amshab Sados, who are way behind the Kohanim. Why does that work? Because people who are Anus are different than people who are not Anus. Only exempted the Am Shabbosados from, uh, from 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 the the tefillah and allowed them to be outside with the shliach seaboard because they're onos b'malacha. They're busy. They can't make it. I will be ear low, but the people who are in who are in the town is uh, are, are who are in the city. They don't have any excuse. They uh, they they're not exempt with the shliach seaboard. They're going to need to to say their own their own tefillah. The uh, the question is by what mechanism are the Am Shabbosados yotze with the shliach seaboard? They're not hearing it. It's not shomei kaona. Samaritz Chayis writes that since the Am Shabbosados are anusim, Chazal were makel that it's shayich shlichus even by mitzvah shabagufo. Normally, there's no concept of shlichus by mitzvah shabagufo. If I don't feel like putting on tefillin, reading matzah, I can't have you do it for me. The, the shlichus is only when there's some sort of chalosa you're trying to accomplish or something like that. Not on the mitzvah shabaguf. So uh, the Maritz Chayis says, but because of this uh, difficult circumstance that the Am Shabbosados face, that they're anusim, so we allow for shlichus even though it's really a mitzvah she- shebegufo. The piskei arid is mechalik between tefillah and shofar and mikromegillah. By tefillah, which is connected to the temidim and the musafim, so by karbanos we allow a shliach, we allow the kohanim to bring the karban. So that works. But by, uh, by other mitzvahs, like shofar and the like, then you're not going to be able to say, unless you're actually there. Okay, tomorrow we will begin the seches tainus, I believe. Tomorrow, yeah, okay.